Welcome to the Leading Mindfully podcast, where you can learn about how you can up your leadership game and be the leader the world needs. In today's podcast, we'll talk about the underlying problems with time management and how you can overcome them. Do you have time management issues? Let's learn about the underlying problems now. Time management is one of the most difficult yet rewarding skills to master. Emails, meetings, walk-ups, and our smartphones eat at our day, but it doesn't have to. This article isn't about how to manage your to-do list. You'll read about core issues and raise awareness about them. If you're looking for quick fixes to help, you won't find them here. Also, there are no quick fixes for time management issues, so you might as well keep reading. This article will not look towards others for fault. Be comfortable being honest with yourself. Most time issues are internal to us. I want to be dependable, so I can't say no. We want a reputation for being responsible and a team member that always delivers. Our desires to continue our growth and the need for recognition makes us overcommit. We look for validation from others and we try not to disappoint. So what happens? We say yes to almost anything that we feel will help us progress. We start to skip lunch, stay a bit after work, or work when the kids are asleep. If this is you, I promise you aren't alone. Successful people start and finish a task and don't take on everything. Remember, if everything's a priority, then nothing's a priority. Build the confidence to have an open discussion with your team. Determine your team's goals for the week, month, and year. Make a list of tasks that achieve the right outcome and work with your team to remove all other items. It's okay to say you can't keep up. Start to redefine happiness. Why do we look for happiness in our work? Why do we feel people will appreciate us more if we do more? This won't lead to happiness at all. Read The Happiness Advantage by Sean Aker for great insight on how you can redefine happiness. He also did a TED talk on the subject as well. Note to senior leaders. Be mindful when you have a conversation with staff. If you talk about a great idea, your team will quickly jump to impress and solve the problem. No one wants to say no to a senior leader, and you may inadvertently add work. If you want to talk about an idea, solution, or something innovative, just end it by saying, I'm not asking you to drop everything, but let's prioritize correctly. Do I need to be in every meeting? We convince ourselves that if you miss a meeting, you might get left behind. Some of us feel we can add value to every situation. The reality is, when we run ourselves thin, we add minimal value. Lack of trust can cause this problem. Start to build trust with yourself and your team first. If a team member is attending a meeting and it's informational, do you really need to go? Can you take turns with your teammates? Maybe your organization has too many meetings. Pull your team together and review the last one to three months of meetings. Determine which ones actually added value and note the ones that didn't. Now look forward and remove the low value meetings. Meetings are the single most time consuming activity we do. Don't try to just run an efficient meeting, just stop having them. If you can afford it, train someone to become a scrum master. Here are a few more time management issues. Poor planning, because you can't estimate how long a task takes. Being unmotivated. Procrastination, you love to socialize. Multitasking, also tied to wanting to do too much. You don't take enough breaks to clear your mind. So what can I do? There will be some of you who work for organizations that have time management issues tangled with the corporate culture. Fixing the corporate culture for your organization will require planning and a commitment from leaders. Start by getting everyone to agree there's a problem. I'll write another article over the coming months on corporate culture and time management. But let's change what you can control, which is you. Raise your self-awareness. Have you heard of analysis paralysis? It's when we overanalyze a problem. How much time do you put into thinking through a decision? Do you look up every way it can go wrong? Can you feel time slipping away? The mindful part of me wants to talk about your thoughts. 
We see the world around us and we always compare it to the story that's in our minds. We have this image of the world and we overthink why things didn't work out. The energy for these feelings turn into time. We then start to react and take action into correcting our reality. It's hard to accept, but we are comparing reality to an imaginary story in our mind. Self-awareness literally saves you time in many ways. Quick risk analysis. Information or decisions comes your way. So what do you do? A lot of work you do is repetitive or just a variation of something you've done before. Make a list of these tasks. For example, you may approve invoices and you might want to call it review and prove invoices. Here is where you need to trust yourself and the people around you. Assign a risk to each one of those decisions or tasks. Start with low, medium, or high. For example, if you see the value of the invoice is low and there are a lot of eyes on it already, do you need to spend a lot of time on it? Is everyone around you always getting it wrong? Probably not. Assign it a low risk and spend minimal time on it. Move on. If I see an email with staff or leaders who have clearly put in the right effort, I don't spend a lot of time on it. It takes time to build this quick decision framework, but when you get there, nothing will stop you. Here's a good metaphor. Imagine decisions as rubber balls with extremely important ones being glass ones. Now think of yourself juggling those balls in the air. The goal is not to drop the glass ones, but let the rubber balls bounce back up if they fall. Do a quick risk assessment and prioritize correctly. How will I know I'm winning? Here are key indicators to show you're starting to manage your time well. You shouldn't be behind on emails. I personally never have more than eight to 10 emails in my inbox at a given time. It's usually around four. Back-to-back -back meetings are rare. This still happens to the best of us, but it shouldn't be a daily occurrence. You actually complete your tasks. Mind-blowing, I know. You have time to go for a walk, run, maybe have a workout, read, or meditate during the day. Conversations are not rushed with others. Remember, be efficient with your work and be effective with people. And finally, there's a sense of work-life balance. Final thought. Remember, the path inwards leads upwards. Write down what you do every hour in a journal. After a few weeks, review what you're doing and have a good look in the mirror and ask yourself, do I need to live this way? Thanks for tuning into the podcast. For more information, visit www.aslife.ca. That's aslife.ca.